like parties. They avoid the truth. People lying in search of a good time. We smile, avoid unpleasant situations, put it off, and maybe it will go away. Come together, divide by ages. We're always talking thoughts, but nothing ever changes. Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. Typically, it's our first time hearing the releases in question, and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we're not striving to be professional critics, tastemakers, or make objective value judgments. We put new music in front of you and encourage you to interact with it however you see fit. If you like something, even if we don't, go buy a record, go see a band, go buy a t-shirt, do whatever you want to support. Them. Don't take our opinions to heart. You're a fool if you do. The format of the show is quite simple as well. We have 10 bands in the queue every week. Everything is listener submitted. We roll some dice and randomly select usually between five and seven bands per episode. If you want to submit music, it's podcast at gmail.com. Just make sure the release is a year or less old from the time of submission. If you want to call or leave a message, it's 260-222-8341. If you want to join the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash podcast. But you can uh, disregard at least some of that if this is your first episode because we're doing our little year in review happy new year if you're listening to this the new year has come and gone it is now officially january well, the, new, the new year is here well the new year's here but the new year's not gone the, yet the celebration of new year's has come and gone new I year's think we celebrate year round that's true i try to celebrate the year every day yeah. i try to wake up with celebration this is heart. the year that everything's going to finally get better that's right yeah for sure it's been <laughs> Been tough, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But but this, this is, is the this one. is the one. I think this is the one for this sure. Is the one. Um, so, uh, apolo- apologies for being gone for a few weeks. We went out of town, uh, and I was nursing a horrible wisdom tooth infection. Uh, I ended up getting on some antibiotics for it. I am on finally on a wait list to actually get my wisdom teeth out, hopefully sometime this month, so I won't have to deal with that anymore. All my other teeth are looking great, but my wisdom teeth on my left side are just rotted in my skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. They, they looked at my mouth, and they were like, you have great teeth. It's just these wisdom teeth. They're uh-huh. like, you're looking good, uh-huh. but these wisdom teeth are fucked. Yeah. Um, so... Then, <laughs> so then you were home for the holidays, so that, that obviously put a damper on recording. And now, I regret to inform anybody, I, everybody, I, f- I finished up my run of antibiotics for my wisdom tooth like three days ago, mm-hmm. and now I've got shingles. Yeah. I've got a Victorian era illness, a Dude, Civil War nothing, era there's illness. Nothing. Dude, it happens all the time. Yeah. What, people getting shingles? Yeah, it's just a totally modern illness. It's very geriatric at the very least. Oh, no, man. I thought it was, man. I yeah. mean, a member of one of my bands had shingles, and That's he right. he's immunocompromised, and he got it in a really bad spot. So he had like nerve damage on his arm, and just after a year, he's finally started playing drums again. I think almost a year. Yeah. I luckily have it on like my lower left back side area. It's a really isolated patch, and I think I caught it within like a day or two of like the bumps actually showing up. Uh-huh. So I got on like whatever it is, the generic Valtrex, basically, because it's basically just a inter- right. one of the many iterations of the herpes virus. So I'm on that 
for like seven days and hopefully that will help mitigate any enduring uh, nerve pain or anything. But I'll tell you what, it's fine for now because I'm on, I, I just been taking over the counter stuff for it. But uh, particularly at night or when I lay down or whatever, the uh, neuropathic pain is unbelievably bad. That's what I hear. It gets back. My cousin got it. Yeah. She's about my age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear the, the neuropathic pain is pretty bad. It's bad. When I'm up and around, it's better. Yeah. When I lay down at night, uh-huh. it is truly excruciating. So I went from one. You're <laughs> all fucked up. I'm all fucked up. I went from some of the worst pain I ever felt in my life with my tooth. You you were with me. I was truly suffering. Yeah. I have a high pain tolerance, too. It takes a lot to get me uh-huh. down and out. Uh, and now straight on to, to, to neuropathic pain. So whatever. It's all good. Um, it's it's a rough way to start the you new know, year, but I'm you're completely fucked. It's a rough way to start the new year, but I'm feeling good about 2024 nonetheless. You're so, completely fucked. So sorry for our absence, but the holidays were pretty good. You know, I got some cool T-shirts. Did you? Yeah, I got a couple cool tees. I got a cool Earth Crisis tee. I got a cool Morrissey tee. Everybody knocked it out of the park. Uh, how how was how were the holidays back home in PA? Fine. Yeah? I mean, listen, I don't get gifts because that's for fucking kids at all the holidays. <laughs> okay. Sure. It's just fucking dumb. To be an adult and yeah. expect to get anything to expect, is absurd. To expect to get anything, sure. But I like to exchange gifts with my loved ones because it's nice and fun. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. I love the holidays. I love Christmas. So it's nice to be home. It's nice to see my, my family and shit. Sure. But, um, you know, whatever. I, I, I don't really give a fuck. I mean, it's the same as, uh, you know, why don't we do it in, in August? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I don't give a shit about Jesus. Yeah, sure. It's just where we, it's just where, when we as a society have collectively sort of over the years decided that we're going to put this particular celebration. It's a fucking colonizer Christian bullshit, buddy. <laughs> that's that's fine. I've I'm divorced. I've divorced and, myself. And I, I really, I really do personally. I do look askew at people that expect to and get stoked about getting gifts at Christmas. It's like, dude, what the fuck? What you you still want? You still want to blow out your fucking candles and your fucking birthday? Yeah, like this. On. This is an unremarkable revelation. This is not a revelatory statement coming from you. Come I think on. to anyone who listens to this show, you know, come on. This is where you and I are really the yin and yang. Because I'm just going to ride for Christmas pretty hard here. I think it's great. I think uh-huh. it's really nice to have a time of year where everybody just gets together, exchanges gifts, has dinner together. I love getting gifts for my loved ones. I love getting gifts more, like giving gifts more than I love getting them. Uh, it's really nice to be. I think being a good gift giver is something I pride myself on because. The, the signal of a good gift is to, like, give somebody something that they weren't expecting but that really speaks to who they are sure. as a person. And when I receive a gift like that, because I don't give a fuck about the little gifts here and there, but when, like, a loved one, a true loved one, gets me something that's, like, really in the pocket, like, really something I truly love that signifies that they have a deep understanding of what I enjoy, it feels nice for that very reason. That hasn't happened to me since I was 10. <laughs> Okay, well, it happened to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That yeah. was the last time I ever had a birthday party, 10 years old. Okay. <laughs> right? Sure, yeah. No, fucking invited my whole fucking third grade class, two fucking people show up. I agree that celebrating your birth class. your birthday as in like an adult. You're done. Is insane. You're done. 
But Christmas is fine because it's a collective celebration where all of society is like, we're celebrating in this period of time. Yeah. So I think it's all good. Birthday is psychotic. Yeah. That's sociopathic behavior to like want to like, I heard somebody talking about like throwing themselves a birthday party recently and like planning their own what birthday the party. And I was like, dude, you're a, so you're a sociopath yeah. if you do that. That's yeah. fucked. You're something. That's fucked. You're you, something. You at the very least have like malignant narcissism. Right. The idea of like planning your own birthday party as like a 35-year-old man yeah. is fucking insane. Yeah. So if you do that, reassess. But I'm totally here for Christmas because, again, it's a collective celebration where we're all getting together and exchanging gifts and pleasantries and having a nice time, which I'm all for. Sure. Whatever. So uh, we, went to, <laughs> we, went to, we went to Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we did. A lot has happened. A lot has, a lot has happened. And then I went back home. Then you went back home. Right. For the I was back home for, you know, a week or so. I think that I would be remiss to say when we saw Electric Chair, we said, damn, that's maybe the best hardcore band I've seen in a at long the time. time. At the time. And I will still contend one of the that best I've seen in a very, one very of the long best, time. Right. And when we saw Homefront, we said, damn, one of the best bands I've seen in a long time. That, that stands totally as well. Totally different thing. Totally than, different thing, yeah, but still. still one of the best live sets I've seen this year. But I got to say, Delco MFs at the No Time record yep. release show was truly next level. Yeah. Insane. I yeah. love that. I mean, the everything they released this year is fucking great. The records were awesome. You expect a band like that, hopefully, to be on par with the recorded material in terms of delivering on just like energy, panache, mm -hmm. charisma, because it shines through in the recordings. But man, they went above they and beyond. They absolutely fucking brought it. Dude, homeboy stage diving off like a four foot, four to five foot tall, a big stage yeah. with no regard for his own well being. Right. I mean, not even looking twice to see if there was anybody there to catch him. No. Nuts. And yeah. this, and it's just not a spring chicken. This is a guy that's at least my age, probably a few years older. Yeah, I don't know how old. Probably 35, 36 he, years he old. He could be a rough 25. He could be a really rough 25. You don't know what he's got. You don't to. know. But I'm going to presume just by looking at him, probably mid-30s, throwing himself on the stage with no regard for he's his He's probably like, fuck, I'm only 23. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, the he's fuck? I'm 24 like, years old. Yeah, this gets back around to him, and he's like, fuck, dude. These guys thought I was 38. Yeah. But yeah, man, uh, truly treating his body with no fucking regard. Went off. They were super, super tight. Guitar was, guitarist was ripping. Yeah. The songs were even faster live. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that was one of the best sets. I mean, that, that, that show was sick. So, like, I have, like, some live live bands that sort of, like, stood out to me. Sure. I don't really pay attention about, you know, long a long time ago, what I should have done years ago, and if you just, you know, what you should start doing now, yeah. if you're significantly younger than me, uh, keep a fucking list. Yeah, for sure. Keep flyers. Save, save flyers right, if, if you can. If you can, yeah. right. Yeah, sure. I never did, and I fucking regret it. Yeah. Um, I, so, you know, whatever, but, uh, enforced in the basement of the Buckhouse. Yes, absolutely. I was going to mention that if you didn't. Right. Enforced the basement of the Buckhouse, one of the best fucking sets I've seen. Yes. Not because, you know, they necessarily sounded great. They did. They did. You could, yeah. You couldn't, uh, you know, RPA couldn't keep up. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. With them. Right. right. But just the basement energy. Yes. Combined with proficiency at that level. Yeah. That's a perfect recipe. Absolutely. Because that's, a, again, shout out to Will for hitting me up about setting that show up because they had no reason to play that show other than the fact that they just wanted to do it. Right. And I hope they had a good time because I sure as fuck did. It was sweaty as fuck. It was disgusting and wet. Yeah. People were puking yeah. by the end. For sure. The vocalist was puking. Yes. Um, so, like, it was a fucking mess. But that's what I like. I don't Same. want the sterile experience where no. my shit don't get spilled. 
Yeah, that band, because that is that is a pro-level band. Like, to be clear, they were playing Dark Lord Day in NWI the day after with, like, Cannibal Corpse and right. whoever the fuck else right. on a big stage in front of many hundreds of people. And the night before, they played to 130 kids in a basement. Yep. So seeing that level of, like, real-deal pro-level proficiency scaled down to yep. a basement was pretty remarkable yeah 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 that was fucking sick yes um surprise surprise dark horse shocker of the year cemetery rapist dude what a blast live yes in the, now I, I now i'm gonna say maybe not come might not come over so great in like a big club sure yeah where nobody's really gives a fuck because right. how many people is cemetery rapist actually gonna fucking pull sure but at the bug house cemetery rapist was sick yes yeah, agreed. I was really surprised by that too because I was stoked for the show, in the sense of like this will this will be fun. Yeah. This will be a fun slash yeah. funny experience. Right. And then I watched the set, and it, what started as sort of a semi ironic like it kind of in the same way as when we saw saw fucking uh, Corey Feldman mm -hmm. it started as like a kind of an ironic like ah oh, this is gonna be funny. Right. By the end was just like this rocks. Right. You know what I mean? And that's where I was with Cemetery Rapist. A few songs into the set, I'm like, this dude's bringing it so hard right and he's having a really good time and people are stoked on it and yeah. are having a good time. that's what got me was the fact that he was high in his own shit absolutely you know yeah, what i mean sure. yeah he was his best he was his own best hype man right for sure right so that got me of course home front was really good Very i think good. i think that probably in terms of just like um well enforced aside like a band that, that is taking a swing yeah and nailing it for sure home front yes right yeah i agree they were fucking amazing live yeah and then that's that show in pittsburgh man i mean you know delco mf's fucking ruled the night yeah but concealed blade was really good unreal good i'm so glad i finally got to see that band because i never got to see them on their first first go around and i'm stoked that they put out that new promo this year i'm stoked they're playing shows again and they were really really fucking yeah. good yeah and no time was fucking no phenomenal. time was really good. Yep, illiterates were really good. Illiterates I mean, are as far as, great. as far as you know a fucking like jam packed fucking set, jam packed fucking uh, uh, lineup. That yeah, was, that was it. Also, illiterates uh, recently, if you haven't seen them recently, before uh, Lawson sang and played guitar. Now he's just doing vocals. Yeah, and it is it's much better. Yeah, I mean it was great before. Like not not taking anything away from right, him, but the fact that Lawson gets to like engage and jump around because he's a super high energy frontman, so freeing himself up to just like yeah. fucking go off makes the Illiterates live set uh, even better than it was before, which yeah. is already great. So. He broke my knee. He broke your oh yeah yeah because he jumped off the Dude. jumped off the stage yeah right into he, he fucking landed directly on top of my head yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I was feeling my knee, my right knee, the other day. Yeah, it it works. Yeah, it just hurts like hell if I touch it. Sure. <laughs> and uh, that was what three weeks, two two and a half, two weeks ago. Two two weeks. Yeah, two weeks ago. No, there's there's little things floating around underneath the skin. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. Dude. Like hard little things. Yeah, you're falling uh, apart too. Uh, well, I mean, you know, yeah. a 170 pound dude landing on top of my head. Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, so now I got bone chips in my knee and I got to go get that looked at. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, dude, we're starting the year off strong yeah. health wise. Yeah. And you got an arm that's just ready to pop at any moment. Too. Oh no. According to my fucking doctor too, I haven't used my arm in two months, so it's time to get back at it. Oh, okay. There you go. That's what I did. Sick. Clean bill of health. We'll see how that goes for me. Beautiful. 
right arm is fucking killing it, dude. Okay, good. So. Glad to hear. So yeah, that I mean, yeah, live. I I, I didn't. Re- those are the ones that really stood out to me. I don't. I think you you were out of sound for the spine set at the Bug House. Yeah, I was. That was one of the best sets I saw this year as well. Um, spine is a band that released a new record this year that I'm not going to talk about on my list for no particular reason other than that. Spoiler alert: as we do every year. Nothing on our quote-unquote end-of-year list is like in, in any particular order. And me including or not including any specific release is not because I liked one thing better than the other. It's just stuff that came to mind as I was thinking about it and was like, oh, yeah, I should talk about this. I should highlight this. Mm-hmm. The Spine LP from this year is really fucking good. Spine has been around for over a decade at this point. They've been great the whole time. I have been lucky enough to see them a handful of times over the course of their uh, career as a band. They're always fucking great. I will say the set in the basement was probably the best I've ever seen them. The fact that they're still bringing it 13 years into their lifespan as a band and putting out, in my opinion, the best material of their uh, of their lives right now, all as men in their mid to late 30s, is fucking sick. That's one of the best sets I saw this year. Uh, Nuovo Testamento was also really, really yeah, fucking good. I didn't see them. You didn't get to go to that show, but that was a fucking great live set as well. Where the fuck was I? I was right back home. You're, I think you were back home. Yeah, for sure. I think both of those sets were, were during uh, upsetting events in your personal life where you were back home, yeah. you know, off and on pretty frequently. For, yeah. for a while so um so yeah yeah some uh, some really excellent live sets this year on top of a lot of really great records um do you want to just get straight into talking about talking about records sure i mean uh, listen i didn't fucking interact with very much music outside of like what we get on the show sure and Same. you know stuff like that like if it wasn't presented right in front of me i didn't do a ton of digging i wasn't sure. really feeling it for most of 2023 yeah i didn't buy that that many records because i'm kind of fucking broke yeah, yeah yeah and uh but i was looking through like what i bought and you know most of what i bought was shit that i would kind of turned on to with the show or like i got word of mouth about um yeah. so yeah let's uh so some of this stuff might be you know obviously revisit some of this isn't i mean there's a lot of stuff that I got on my list that, dude, I have so many fucking tabs open right now. Yeah, so do I. Um, and I got a lot of stuff like, you know, do we need to fucking mention the Chain Whip record? Sure. Yeah, it fucking rips. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. I think dude from Chain Whip might be my current favorite vocalist. Dude, he's so goddamn good. Right? So good. Like on the new record, too, I hear a lot more like whether, I, it's got to be just the way it is, the way he sounds on the record, but like. I hear a lot more Jello Biafra, like when sure. he's really fired up. Absolutely, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do we need to mention fucking, obviously, Homefront? Sure, yeah. We mentioned that already. You know, Illiterates are good, Speed Plans, right? Yeah. Um, so there's some stuff in there that uh, is pretty, you know, the no time we already mentioned. So Gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, the Gun, yes, the Gun record is a sleeper hit. That record is that, that, fucking That record is really fucking good, it's great. Too. So, So here's my, I'm just going to, like, do my a quick list of stuff that I love but that I'm not talking about tonight. Stigmatism, Illiterates, Speed Plans, Heavy Discipline, uh, Rat Cage, Electric Chair, Physique, Poison Rune, Homefront, Distort, Existence, Best Wishes, ICU, uh, Malacarpatin, uh, Traha, ex- um, Stingray, um, uh, anemic interior, echo chamber, mm, stiff yeah, meds. That, that anemic interior is fucking good too. It's yeah. fucking great. So there's and there's a million things 
on top of that that were great. It was a really, really fucking strong year. A lot of really, really good demos this year, too. The resounding, and it will be reflected in some of the stuff I talk about tonight, but the resounding cry of demo core is back uh, is very, very much rings true because there was a lot of just straight-up great fucking, like, sure. four-on-the-floor meat and potatoes hardcore demos. All right, well, let's get into it. And you know what? Let's fucking run long if we need to. I don't give a fuck. Absolutely. We've been gone for a few weeks. Uh, I'm in no rush to get out of here. My back's going to hurt whether I'm here or at the longer you're so, awake, the, the, the uh, less pain you feel. That's actually true. As soon as I s- start to try to sleep, it's going to be pretty nightmarish. You know, I so. got a bunch of Percocets and Oxys upstairs for <laughs> surgeries. There you go, baby. We already started that pill addiction <laughs> we, habit with you. We already started. I will tell you, it did not, I, did not feel, I did not feel any sort of dependence forming in those few it's days. You, that's because you haven't taken a whole one yet. That's true. I have not taken a whole. Well, I have. Once I did. You, I did. You start, but they were really start, low dose. Once you start putting them down. They were like 0.5 or, or like five, at a time. Like 5 milligrams. Three at a time. I don't know. I don't know how I'd hold up with that. Yeah. Okay. So let's. Uh, you want to? Why don't you start it out, and then we'll we'll just bounce back and forth, and we'll get through as many as uh, feel comfortable or whatever. Okay. Um. So let's start out with Chain of the Bottom of the Ocean. Okay. Yeah. 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 For sure. Good call. Uh, Obsession Destruction. Then they also released, you know, in just December, Consumed by the Vitriol of Life. Yeah. Both of these fucking rule. This band I was unfamiliar with prior to this year. Yep. Same. They've been around for a little while, but I was sleeping on them. Dude, Obsession Destruction fucking smokes. It's so good, man. It just absolutely crushes. Um, I'm really bummed that I missed them at uh, at the Krishna Dead. Yeah, yeah. I'm that really was another one I where I, I was out of town. Yeah. So um, let's just listen to one of the shorter tracks here. This is Hole in My Head. Okay. Yeah. 
There you go. There you go. Uh, pretty, I would say, like, in in the current field of heavy bands playing some iteration of metal, a pretty singular act. Yeah, I mean, it really harkens back to maybe something, you know, we, we, we've talked about, like, you know, some things like... Um, like Indian, like someone we yeah. had, we had some when we had stomach on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, and yeah. we talked about some Chicago Doom, right, and things like that. Yeah, like this harkens back. This is like this sounds like fifteen years ago. Yeah, exactly. It's it's in that it's in that pocket of like the brief moment where th the the term post metal actually interested me, and there was like a wave of stoner and doom stuff that really interested me. Like the last time until very recently that there were a lot of bands like that that I was actively engaging with. Yeah, like this isn't necessarily post metal. Right, exactly. But it's it's tiptoeing up to that. Like it, there are other elements other than very obvious sort of like traditional metal influences at play yeah it just crushes right yeah. this, this sets out the fucking crush this doesn't yes. set out to like you know I, I who the fuck knows maybe these guys are writing love songs to their fucking moms maybe. i don't know you sure. know what i mean yeah all i'm saying is that compared to a lot of other stuff that sort of as the decade wore on yeah. the aughts became the tens yes um got a little fucking stale yeah got a little uh long in the beard very much so and a little fucking too too obsessed with uh, you know different types of beer. Yeah, uh, I just fucking faded away for sure. I faded out of it. Yes, uh, but this brought me right back. This this uh, this is fucking heavy. This whole fucking record crushes. The newest release crushes too. Um, cons uh, consumed by the vitriol of life. Yeah. It's only like uh, three songs. It's an EP, but you know, it's like fucking 18, 20 minutes. Sure. So, yeah, this fucking rules. The art rules. This is fucking sick. Yeah, great. Great band. Great record. Very psyched that they were brought to our attention via the show, as was, as we already mentioned, a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about tonight. So uh, let's, let's get into some hardcore. I'm going to lead off with uh, Alienator World of Hate, which I think is maybe straight up my just my favorite 7-inch that came out this year. Convulse Records put it out. I've seen a fair amount of people talking about this, but not enough. Um, my internet buddy who I became acquainted with because of the show, Quentin, who also plays in Reek Minds, who fucking rule and have actually been playing live again. I've seen Quentin post in some flyers, which is good. I hope new Reek Minds material is forthcoming because that band is fucking yeah, awesome as good. well. Uh, so Quentin also plays in Alienator. I really liked the demo a fucking lot. I think this 7-inch is a step up in every way. It kind of speaks for itself. It perfectly captures the spirit of like classic mid-80s New York hardcore stuff that is still very much rooted in punk but was starting to get like a little bit groovier, a little bit more rough around the edges. It's got plenty of antidote in the DNA. It's got plenty of cause for alarm in the DNA, but it's also got just a hint of like raw deal in it. It's got a hint of like crumb suckers demos in it or leeway demos in it just in like a little bit of groove a little bit of bounce but it's still very very fucking punk in its presentation and it perfectly walks the line between like that early hyper punk rooted new york hardcore and that later 80s groovy stuff so we're gonna listen to uh the first song off of it which is such a good way to open up a seven inch we're gonna listen to senseless violence by alienator off a of world of hate <laughs> Let's 
there you go. If you like hardcore, you like that. If you don't like that, then you don't like hardcore. That is like exactly as I say about certain stuff on this show. There's certain sounds that just when I hear the word hardcore, a particular sound immediately comes to mind. That's one of them. Kind of never gets old. Never gets old. I mean, we hear a lot of bands that come through. And this was this was excellent. Yes. Right? Yeah. That fucking part they hit about uh, I don't know a minute in. Yeah. Yes. You know. Absolutely, man. And uh, no, pardon me. Uh, b- about two minutes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You that, know what that, I mean? that, that ends the song. That yeah, ends yeah. the song. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. And, and like, that's kind of a long hardcore song at 225. Yes. And it doesn't feel long. No. Right? Rages the whole way through. Yeah, this was fucking sick. Yeah, I love this 7-inch, man. It's it's truly, like I said, I think it's gotten, of any 7-inch or EP that's come out this year, I think this has gotten the most, most play for me probably. It's just fucking, it's great front to back. Doesn't overstay its welcome, but the songs are meaty. There's a lot of ideas in there. It's fucking great. Convulse, uh, once again, releasing a fucking banger. I I didn't mention as well, also, in the list of stuff we're not going to talk about because uh, this one just being, it's like so obvious and omnipresent. The Gel LP, their best material yet. If you liked anything that band has done so far, you'll really like this LP. Yeah, and they were fucking sick live, too. They're always sick. Always fucking great live, like a machine live. So, yeah, there you go. Alienator, if you weren't hip to it yet, uh, you now are, and if you don't like it, you're a fucking poser. So, uh, what do you got? Next up, uh, I've got Cross Spitter. Okay. Cross Spitter, I saw them at some fucking fest. I can't remember the name of it down in Indy. Yeah. At uh, Black Circle. Yes, you mentioned you talked to, you talked this band up on the show after yeah, you saw it. Yeah, yeah, it's like members of Triple X Maniac. Yeah, yeah, which um, is odd. And then like you know the homie Jeshik. Yeah. Um. So it's like members of Triple X Maniac and and um. Oh, fuck, my my brain just fell out of fell out of my fucking skull. Um. But anyway, yeah. members of a bunch of other fucking sure. bands, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, were people from Endless Blockade in this band or something? I don't think so. Okay, okay. But right. but I mean, you know. But um, anyway, I thought they were the best band that I saw that day. Sure. A lot of bands came through. I think a lot like Gravesend played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of bands really suffered for the fucking sound. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't even watch Gravesend play, and I loved that band. That and band's their new record's awesome. fucking sick. Yeah. That comes up as a mention for me this year. Um, but uh, for whatever reason. Crossbitter sounded fucking excellent that day, and uh, they fucking rip, man. So uh, let's just listen to um, Flock Slaughter. Okay. And uh, we'll take it from there. Cool. Let's go. 
There you go. That's fucking sick, man. Yeah, and the whole set was like that, relentless. It was a lot of like just like the relentless riffing and pummeling of like repulsion. I. That's exactly what I was going to say. There's a lot of repulsion. Yeah, in but, but but in a more militant fashion. Yeah, for sure. So it's it's repulsion channeled through Ross Bay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's I really like the ways that this combines, like, there are obvious elements of, like, bestial black metal in this, but there's, like, early grindcore stuff like repulsion and even some of like the uk grind shit mm -hmm. in this too that just put like the crusty grind stuff that pokes its head through in some of the riffs mm -hmm. that i think is fucking awesome yeah yeah and and everybody like i said uh infernal stronghold okay there you go whoa sure right triple x maniac uh battle master okay uh cannabis corpse okay um somebody you know they a little bit of time in apsu Okay. We're um, sure that makes so, sense. Too, you know yeah. what I mean? Like everybody's been around. They know exactly what they're fucking doing. Yeah. The thing I like about this too is it is aggressively anti-Christian. Yeah, sure. Like that's that's the <laughs> first and foremost thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, I'm kind of fucking into it, man. Aggr aggressively anti-Christian is kind of out of vogue, and it shouldn't be. Right. I think that should be a thing that's just kind of ever present. Like right. You can always like that's, find. Yeah. Like that's dude. So I uh, I was over at my aunt's. We uh, had like a dinner and, and, you know, game night over at my aunt's. Yeah. And um, this particular aunt of mine, she's very well educated. Her and her husband, like, he designs museums. He's, he's retired now, but he designed like museums, and okay. museum displays and shit. Okay. They're big like, art collectors and that sort of thing. They're great, right? Yeah. Um, and then one of my cousins was there um, and her husband. Well, turns out her husband collects records and was in, like, some thrash metal bands in Pittsburgh back in the 80s. Oh, cool. So, like, once we felt that out and discovered that out about each other, our, our, our like, you know, intersecting interests. Sure. We nerded out for, and irritated everybody for, like, half the night. Right. Just talking about, you know, classic records and sure. shit like that. And my aunt was, my aunt is of the ilk that, like, you know, um, it's not really like it's juvenile and and what what is attractive about she just couldn't figure it out sure you know what i mean like wh why would i rather listen to you know like i don't know motorhead as opposed to james taylor and it's like sure. what, what are you fucking crazy <laughs> yeah, yeah right yeah, like yeah. i can't explain this to you yeah right? exactly and one of the themes that she's like so is it always like you know is there an anti-religion i'm like ah you know it's not always there but i mean it's a pretty big part of it and especially christianity but you know in other parts of the world where you've got metal popping up i was like because much to her surprise yeah she's like how, how many metal bands are there is what she asked and i'm like thousands literally thousands many many thousands like yes. you know every country on earth that has electricity yeah exactly right yeah. has metal bands right and really and i'm like yeah it's everywhere right it might between listen between like hardcore like like american hardcore and, and like you know yeah, it's all fucking derivative of other things and whatever. But, right. like, you know, it might be some of the most successful forms of music ever created. Absolutely. Yeah. When it turns to, like, pollination across the across 100%. The globe, right? Yeah. Because it scratches an itch. It's always going to scratch an itch for a certain subset of the population. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Whereas James Taylor just sounds like a fucking pussy. <laughs> For sure. Right? Yeah. Right. You got a friend. Fuck <laughs> off. What, are you going to give me Christmas gifts now? <laughs> what, you want me to buy you a birthday present? Right. Right? Yeah. And so I was trying to explain it to her, and I'm just like, you know, I don't know. I, yeah, it's there. And I'm thinking, it should be there. And I was like, but a lot of it is kayfabe. 
you know? Sure, yeah, exactly. It's kayfabe. It's, it's, it's and, you know, I had to explain that to her, and I'm like, but some of it's not. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The best iterations of it are right? not. And, yeah. and, and, and uh, this one is not. For sure. Right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I, I is always very nice and always yeah. very refreshing. Real quick uh, diversion on the on the tip uh, on the like people not getting it tip. So I've been working at the record store since March now, uh-huh. and I think as I've mentioned on the show, I don't mind customer service at all, and I'm actually pretty good at it. I'm very polite. I'm helpful when I can be. I'm not like a, a clerk style guy when I'm at on the job. I right. try to be helpful and nice, right, and accommodating. And uh, within reason, I play whatever I want within at the record store, right? Mm-hmm. Death metal, grind, whatever. Argus line. I have, yes. Uh, yeah. the, the only thing that I don't play is stuff where it's like very, the content, the lyrical content is like very obviously offensive where everybody can discern it. Yeah. So death metal's out because nobody can understand what's being said anyway. Right. But certain shit, like certain types of rap, stuff that would like obviously offend most people's sure. sensibilities. Sure, right? sure. But I was playing Youth of Today in the store the other day. Right. Um, which never has gotten a complaint in there, ever. And there was a guy in there who is kind of regular. I've seen him in there probably five to ten times over the course of the last six six to eight months, whatever, right? Wearing a pink Argyle sweater, probably 50, uh, well-manicured hair and beard, um, has been kind of a cunt to me in the past. Yeah. For no real reason. Nice. Like, Take it back. Just kind of a cunt to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like cunty. Right. Like in Say a specific way. Say it again. It's cunty. That's right. Right. Like in like a very like, mm, uh, mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and I'm, you know what I mean? Like just cunty. And uh, so I've already not liked this guy, but whatever. He's never done anything specific to me. Just kind of a bitch. And uh, I was playing Youth of Today in there. There was a bunch of people in there. It was packed. It was right before the holidays. So mm-hmm. ton of fucking people in there having pleasant interactions with everybody. Never have I gotten a complaint about any music in there. In fact, far more often than not, I, I especially when I'm playing hardcore, especially older guys who are into metal and stuff are like, hey, what is this? Right. This is really good. Right, you right. Know? So guy really angrily walks to the front door. He'd been in there for probably 30 minutes. I was listening to Chain of Strength and that into Youth of Today. And he, st- he doesn't even stop. He goes, hey man, I'm out. I, 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 this is giving me a headache. This is too much. Good gone. Fuck This you. is too much. And I'm like, Really? I kind of laughed because I thought he was kidding at first. He's like, yeah, man, this is this is just, I, I've had enough of this. And I go, I think it's pretty good, man. So he walks out. I'm laughing at it. I get a call from the other store, the West Jefferson store, like five minutes later. And it's a guy that we kind of know, this guy, Corey, who is the manager over there. And he goes, hey, man, some guy just called furious, really bitching about you, man. And I was like, was it was it a guy who was complaining about what I was playing in here? He was like, yeah, man. He was like he uh, he called me and was like you he said you were playing aggressive music and ever and a bunch of people were walking out and uh, and it's that. always it, it's always some bitch lie like that. yeah exactly it's always some bitch it's ass always lie. some bitch it's fucking it's lie it's right? bitch ass lie and the guy was like he was like talking about how he was a teacher with Allen County Public Schools and he was a community member and it was gonna get out he was like he was like I mean I assured him that you know I would talk to you or whatever but honestly man this guy sounded like a huge fag <laughs> and I was like I was just cracking up thinking about the fact that this guy called this other store ostensibly with the understanding like this complaint will get through but what actually happened was the manager of the store was like hey this this fag just called me and complained about you, well, <laughs> you, you know? know it's it's like i don't know man like 
I was thinking about it afterwards because, you know, my, my aunt and her husband, my aunt and my uncle, like, you know, they were kind of curious, you know what sure, I mean? Sure, yeah, yeah, Intellectually curious, yeah, but exactly. they didn't really want to get down in the weeds, sure, right? yeah. And, you know, me and me and my cousin's husband could definitely have gotten down in the weeds with sure. it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking, you know, like, who, like, <laughs> like, it's funny. I, I always think it's interesting when people that don't get it somehow expect to be, like, accommodated. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Absolutely. Like, no, man. To me, it's it's like it's like this is separate and, and 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 the best of it. This is why I get so fucking a bug up my ass. This is why I get a bug up my ass about like when hardcore and metal and stuff is just sort of seeking to be like viewed as like nice guys and part of like sure. the general spectrum is like who gives a fuck? Yeah, who gives a fuck for sure? Right? If yes. you don't like it, fucking leave. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? It's not for you. It's separate. It should be fucking separate. Agreed. Right. And that's why I also get a bug up my ass about hardcore bands taking pride in the fact that some sort of mainstream publication, yes. like, recognized Who them. Who gives a fuck? They shouldn't recognize you right. or what you're doing. Right. You know what I mean? Well, you want to like, be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, for sure. Are you fucking lame? Go start an indie rock band. More power to you. Yeah. You know? So, so I, I don't know. That it was, it was interesting. So, but yes, this is uh, this is not kayfabe. This is distinctly their their mission is is uh, anti-Christian. Sure. But basically, because of all the fucking bullshit that evang and evangelical Christians feel like they can fucking freely rain down on everybody. Yeah. That doesn't uh, share their feeble-minded faith. Indeed. All right, let's uh, let's talk about some some good old capital H hardcore in the in the world of the demo core bands bands throwing it back to like you know late eighties NYHC and related forums. Um, grand scheme numbers game is probably my release of the year in this lane. There's a lot of really good stuff that came out this year that plays right in this pocket. I think we're seeing some of the best of it in at least a decade, probably more. Maybe the best crop of it since it was in its heyday in the late 80s, honestly. Um, so we're going to listen to something off a of numbers game by Grand Scheme. We're going to hear the song Absolution.
There you go. So that's about, to me, as good as it gets for just no modifier, capital H, hardcore stuff. Uh, this, much like the Alienator release, is pulling from the same kind of general wave of bands, but it's not quite as fast. It's maybe a little bit heavier on the later era, like later 80s era, New York hardcore and similar bands, but it's still rooted in punk. You know, this is hoodie in a flannel and maybe a cool pair of tennis shoes hardcore of the best variety you know what i mean and it's like the write-up this came out on 11 p.m records who reliably puts out fucking they had a few few good releases they had a they had a very good fucking year this year and uh they say everything that you need about need to say about this right here they've done everything you need to do like release tapes and go on tour and nothing you don't like collect corporate sponsorships or beg for your attention there you go that's exactly that is all i want from hardcore music right i want it to release good stuff go on tour and simply be happy to exist in its own space right and chase cunts out of record stores. chase cunts out of record stores yeah exactly i don't think i need to say anything else about this if you like hardcore this is in your lane um as i said 11 p.m there's a lot of stuff that i didn't mention that 11 p.m put out this year the brand new uh asbestos seven inch is fucking it's awesome fucking good. Uh, the contaminate lp or ep is little awesome angels. little angels is Told fucking awesome not as good also yo the fucking lethal seven inch really really fucking good the phantom demo really really fucking good there's so much good stuff that came out on 11 p.m this year so yeah um all right what do you got next uh next um i think maybe my favorite favorite metal record that i heard this year okay that's the malachar Patton stuff so good man so good i'm glad that you brought it up because it, it just i barely omitted it from my list so yeah. i figured you probably would talk it's about really it. fucking good yes it is um the whole record i mean it's the whole record is i don't understand a fucking word of it i can't even read the words yeah right and i don't need to i don't need to but the, this this whole thing has all the theatrics of a fucking melissa or don't break the oath yeah. or abigail sure it has it it has you know the fucking some of the heaviness of early Scandinavian death metal, yeah, right. Some of the chugginess of like a nihilist, sure. Or there's a or like left hand path shows up on this. Absolutely, yeah. this, some of it really because it is it is really cinematic music. Yes, really reminds me of like an Argento film, and I mentioned that when we when we had the band on the show earlier this For sure. year. This fucking record rules. Um, so the song I picked is a different one, not the one we heard before, obviously. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know how these letters work together. Okay, yeah, yeah, for right? sure. That's a, that's a recurring theme. On so this I translated yeah. it. Okay. The English translation of this song is Inside the Cozy Retreat of the Kunstkamru. <laughs> okay, whatever so that I'm is. I'm guessing that's some sort of Slovakian yeah. folk thing. Sure. Right? All right, cool. So here you go. Stavano 
So there you go. So God. Talentless bullshit compared to the likes of, I don't know, Steely Dan, let's say. <laughs> See, the fucked up thing is it isn't. You no, know what I mean? I, I know, I know, think, but like, yeah. But to, to, but to the untrained ear, yeah. Dude, like, I, I would be hard-pressed to think of a record this year that is more evocative than this record. It's it's certainly... It's, it's certainly uh, Tops the list for me. Yeah, it's so good. Man. Um, you know, it's yeah, it kind of stands alone for me. You know, and maybe there's a ton of other bands that sound like this. You know, sort of that, like seamlessly incorporating some nice like proggy sort of synth elements yeah. into first and like we we said it before like first wave and like one point five wave black metal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, I don't know, man. This band's really fucking good, and uh, like on their band campuses, <laughs> band campuses, dark heavy metal from the eastern woodlands, also known as black metal, <laughs> which is sick. Yeah. <laughs> Very much like that. Um, yo, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna do this all night as I think of of things. Here's a couple more honorable mentions. One of oh, which yeah. I feel so stupid for not actually including. So the Destruct LP. Oh, for sure, dude. Um, insane. Like, some of the best, like, Japanese-influenced D-Beat shit. If you're going to be there, Paranoid. The, oh, they, yes. They dude. had a good release. Also, a lot of great D-Beat stuff in general, like the fucking uh, that Yellow Cake mm-hmm. tape is mm-hmm. fucking awesome. I think that came out this year. I got one on my list, so... Um, the Head Cheese LP oh, that yeah. came out on Neon Taste. Fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, and also, I got that. The record that I... The, it's a demo uh, that... I think we listened to it on the show. I'm fairly certain, or at least it was submitted to the show. We maybe didn't get around to actually listening to it, but some of the most unique music that came out this year, uh, the Bogside Bogside Sniper Squadron Oh, yeah, that was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...is insane, man. Grand Belisle's key-sounding riffs without Grand Belisle's key politics, you know, and worldview. Right. So good, unbelievably unique, definitely one of the standout releases this year in terms of just not sounding like anything else. Yeah. Really, yeah. really good shit, and this and this Malakarpatin is is right up there too in terms of just like I really don't think it sounds like anything else that came out this year. Yeah, it's in its own lane entirely. So okay, I'm gonna listen to we're gonna listen to uh, unsurprisingly for me another just straight up hardcore band. Each of these has been kind of a progression. Like like uh, we'll we'll say like Alienator is like 80, 84, 85. Then maybe like uh, Grand Scheme is 86, 87, and now Antagonism is 88, 89. This is now fully into the like the raw deal, killing time kind of stuff. And this one for me, it came out on quality control, but for as much as I've seen people big upping just like regular ass hardcore this year, this is one of the best releases for me, and I haven't seen people talking about it. I don't know why. Maybe it's because they didn't really tour that much or play that many shows. Um, I know Ollie, who I've shouted out on the show before, who runs uh, Fort Bragg Magazine, plays in this band. It also, I believe the vocalist of Mastermind is also the vocalist of this band. Mastermind was on my best of the year list last year. Um, they're doing stuff that's very similar to Mastermind in that it's like kind of, it's, it's certainly not tongue-in-cheek. It's like a definite... Uh, homage to a specific era of hardcore but like it's it's leaning into all the tropes in a way that's both funny and also sick so this is antagonism with freeze motherfuckers i mean there's a z in the name they end the fucking like freeze motherfuckers with with a z Z at the end so they know what they're doing it's funny but also fucking great like so much of that stuff was like the fucking rest in pieces demo was right so uh we are gonna listen to the song progression off of freeze motherfuckers by antagonism which came out on quality control
There you go. Progression by antagonism off of free, Freeze Motherfuckers. My only thought is that maybe, because I think like a couple tracks of this released digitally at like the end of last year, and then Quality Control didn't put this out until like March or April of this year. Mm. So maybe it's just that like people didn't think of it because it was out digitally before it was out on vinyl. I don't know what it is, but it's fucking great. It's right in the pocket of like fucking crackdown, breakdown, raw deal, rest in pieces, that tail end of the decade of like New York hardcore with like a very obvious through line in terms of both personnel and sound of what has been coming out of the UK in the last few years too, because some of the best style, like some of the best iterations of this style of hardcore have been London based. It's been like mastermind this, um, that game stuff they, that came out they a couple dialed years in ago. like 1990 New York. Exactly. They just like, they get it. Like they, they're not afraid. Maybe it's because uh, there seems to be like a, le they're less, there's less pretense about it. Like, they, the people in the UK that are doing this seem to understand the fact that a lot of that shit is inherently goofy as well as being hard and cool. And they're not just like trying to glorify those aspects of it where it's like, yeah, this shit's fucking street. It's real. It's real deal shit. It's like they understand it's like funny. It's almost, yeah. it's like this stuff is both, like I said, honest, earnest homage and caricature in the best way. It plays up the goofy elements of this. It leans into the tropes. It just gets it right. And I think like this whole group of people, mastermind, game, antagonism, all these bands that have been coming out of the UK for the last few years, I think just nail this type of shit. And it, it, it's right in the pocket where I like this stuff to be. Right. Um, so I really, really like this antagonism. Seven inch, and uh, I hope this puts it on. Well, I guess it's like. 12 inch EP, whatever. That's the standard these days. But I hope this puts it on more people's radar because I just didn't see enough people talking about it. So, sure. Um, all right. What do you got? Next up, I have a death metal band called Chronos Compulsion. Okay. I feel like I I've check in on Caligari Records once in a while. I've seen this times. name, but I don't think I listen to this. So, this is on Caligari. I mean, Caligari put out a few good things this year that I really like. Yeah. Um, pretty reliable label in general. Sure. Almost went with the grotesqueries, vile, vile crematory, because yeah. that's really good. For sure. But man, this has the best artwork I've seen, I think, this year. Um, and this absolutely just fucking slays. This is just brutal fucking, you know, brutal fucking bloody tomb death metal. Yeah, 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 for sure. So uh, we'll check out Sacred Butchery okay. from the EP Malicious Regression by Chronos Compulsion. Cool.
Yeah, so that's sick. So good, man. That was great. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe that I that this one slipped by me. Yeah, that's it's so fucking good. just just perfectly fucking like literally knuckle dragging because yes. it's caveman inspired. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Caveman inspired fucking right. death metal. Yeah, the art is truly fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it's 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 a caveman with some some nipples. Yep, yep, yep. And a very hairy minge uh-huh. bashing in the skull of another caveman. Yeah. With a skull. Yes. Not even like caveman, but we're, we're talking about like prehistoric proto-human. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking, Early hominid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You we're know? talking about like, you know, Australopithecus exactly. robustus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Australopithecus robustus just hammering in the skull of another of another Australopithecine. Yes, exactly. Right? So good. This is this is this is true warfare. Yes. Right. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. interspecific humanoid warfare. Yes, indeed. Right. Yeah. We don't get that good stuff anymore. We don't, man. We right? don't. Yeah. Like, Jesus, we can barely stand each other. Yeah. Just imagine. Just imagine if there were like seven different types of of like human beings on the yeah, planet. Yeah, like subspecies. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. Of course. That's what's going to happen. We're just going to grow hair and tits and minges and (laughs) hammer each other's fucking heads in with skulls. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So, yo, if I I, I see, like, there's a lot of people that are burnt on death metal right now because... I don't know how. I I don't know how either, but, you know, whatever. You, you You got one brand of hater who's like... All they see is maggot stomp stuff, and they're turned off by that because it is very obviously like metal ta- death metal tailored to the hardcore demographic. Which, yo, spoiler here, uh, but any sort of opinion to the contrary is ahistorical because that's always existed. There's always yeah. been a shit ton of crossover there, and there have always been death metal bands that very specifically are pulling from hardcore. Dying Fetus has covered Integrity. Dying Fetus has covered Next Step Up. Dying Fetus, a lot of people are complaining about them playing FYA this year. They have big upped and toured with hardcore bands since the 90s. This is not a new phenomenon, but whatever. A lot of people think the Maggot Stump stuff is lowest common denominator, not particularly interesting. And in some cases, Sometimes you're right. That's kinda, some yeah. cases, you're right. But you know and what? The same can be said for plenty of other shit, too. No doubt. But... Additionally, if you're turned off by that and you're additionally turned off by 20 different variant, sort of loftier, more professional death metal, to me, Caligari is like the the proof is in the pudding sort of situation where it's like, look, dude, all you have to do is is click over two tabs on your browser and here you go. Here is a perfect bastion of like contemporary death metal bands that are doing things that if you like the genre, you couldn't possibly find fault with. And, and there's a lot of variability in there too. Absolutely. I mean I mean this is obviously brutal, brutal death with some slammy parts. I wouldn't call this obviously slam. This isn't slam, but there's but it's, tendencies. It's, yeah. it's it's in there, right? That sure. Skullapendra stuff. Yeah. I don't really like it. I love the artwork. I yes. want to like that better. You know, the the grotesqueries is much more um is much more, I guess, like you know, classic like ninety golden golden era of, of, of death metal. Yeah, for sure. And there's a lot of stuff that goes like way fucking grindier uh-huh. on this too, gore grindier, like that uh, human corpse abuse stuff. Yeah, um, that came out this year, or that came out at the end of last year, yeah. I want to say. But yeah, for sure, um, there are plenty of smaller Listen. labels that are putting out just how, how the banger f- after how banger. the fuck you ever gonna be burnt on death metal? It's damn near forty fucking years. Yeah, of what might be. 
the greatest form of music. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No doubt. Definitely in, a fr- in the front runner. It's, it's, it's way up there, for sure. Right? Yeah. Definitely in the front runner. Yes. Right? Yeah. Come on. For sure. Agree. Um, okay, so we're going to listen to something that I've, I've, man, I've been waiting. I've been waiting on this since for fucking four going on five years now. Gasm. Finally, oh, a new yeah. Gasm release. Yeah. Fuck you, too. Uh, perfectly titled. This also falls into, and it, it pulls from some of the same influences as, like, the antagonism stuff and, like, the grand scheme stuff. Like, there's a lot of NYHC groove in Gasm, but this stuff takes it to the next level of, like, this, true it, absurdity. It revels in the, the, the ignorance and the stupidity of it. Exactly. Uh, I loved Heavy Vibe Music. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite records of 2019. Um this is fucking great. It picks up where that left off. The artwork is psychotic and sick. The music is psychotic and sick and funny and great all at the same time. Uh, fuck you too. Perfect name for a gasm release. I'm so stoked this finally came out. So um, we are going to listen to the song Halo of Mercy, the last track on Fuck You Too by Gasm from, uh, from Canada. <laughs> by Gasm off of Fuck You Too. 
to me, that's like the it's like the bounce of NYHC, but like with the off-putting weirdness of like early gag. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like it, ha- it it lives between several different worlds in like an uncomfortable middle space that yeah. I and, love. And there's sort of like I don't know an admitted sort of lowbrow stupidness to this for sure. Yeah. That like you know, I think that. Gag tries to be a little coy about maybe sometimes. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas um, this is just straight up like this is openly just, low. This brow. is openly stupid. Yeah, yeah. Right? Exactly. Um, I, a being this, it's been a minute since I've listened to the to you know to um, heavy vibe heavy music. vibe music. But this seems to have a lot more sort of straight up like metal. Yeah, a little like thr- bit. Like yeah, yeah, thrash for sure. In it. Yeah, a little bit for sure. And as you noted, and I, I guess I didn't even really realize this, but I don't think that this has come out on fi- any physical release thus far. It just came out at the end of October uh, 2023. So I don't know if maybe like, I have to assume a physical release is forthcoming. Um, maybe like a label picked it up. But I mean, the turnaround on vinyl is still pretty insane. Yeah. Um, so if they're doing this on a record on a 12 inch or a seven inch, it might just be, it might be May before this comes out. So I don't know if this is coming out on a physical. I have to assume it probably is, but I haven't seen anything about it yet. If we're wrong, uh, write, write in and let me know because I would love to know where to pick up copy <laughs> yeah. of this. You know? Write us a letter. Yeah, write us, yeah, write us a letter and, uh, and correct us because I'd love to pick up a copy of it. But all right, what do you got next? Uh, next up, I have, uh, let me see, what do I want to go with? I got, I got a few things. Um, well, the new Jarhead fertilizer is pretty fucking Dude, good. It is very fucking good. So let's talk Yo, about that. Actually, hold, hold up. That is a set that I was blown away by this year, too. I didn't see You them. did not see them. I got to see them at Pierre's. And as anybody who's ever been to a show at Pierre's, which most of our listenership will not have been, but we've spoken about it on the show, it is really fucking hard to sound good at Pierre's. Yeah. Jarhead Fertilizer fucking Who did they play with? Crushed. They played... The Suffocation Show? Thanks for fucking dying, Dad. All the fucking cool music that I <laughs> that I missed because yeah, you fucking died. Yeah, they play they played this. I think they played the Suffocation show. Okay, um, and they stole the show. Yeah. They they were f- and they're a three piece. Yeah, they, well, it does not shine through in the live performance. They fucking crushed. Dude. Yeah, they so crushed. The New Jarhead Fertilizer is fucking good. It is really good. Man. So let's listen to Street Successor. Okay, cool. Off of uh, off. Uh, pardon me. Yeah, Street Successor. Um, yeah. Whatever. Okay. Off of Carceral Warfare. Cool.
Yeah, there you go. Yeah, man, that shit is so nasty. Yeah. I love that. And like I said, truly, if you get a chance to see them, an absolute machine live. Yeah. A machine crushing. Yeah. Just filthy fucking crushing. Yeah. It's got a little bit of something in there for everybody. Absolutely. Right? For sure. Right? You want to dance, it's in there. Yeah. You just want to fucking rage, it's in there. Yep. Right? Yeah. Whatever. For sure. And like the, as the name would suggest, because they are named after a dystopia song, there's just a little bit of a crusty edge Just in a there. little bit of that in there. Yeah, yeah. Like that stands out some. Yeah. Right, they're 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 pulling some of like some of like the fucking delay on the vocals, you know what I mean? Some sort of like uh, you know, obviously a little bit of Ross Bay influence in there for sure. some of those tones and that delay. Also, probably the nastiest bass tone in the game. Uh, right exactly, that bass tone sounds the really. Bass good. tone's crazy and live. It really, really holds. It, it holds down the low end live in in a very satisfying way. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm going to talk about a record that I big upped on the last episode of the top. Um, like I said, a lot of people would maybe put Magnitude in this position. Loved that fucking record, but where Magnitude went a little bit more melodic or anthemic, I thought that Broken Vow kept it very much in the classic New Age records pocket. This shit is fucking hard and heavy in the way that I like mid-Metallic-inspired, or mid-90s-Metallic-inspired hardcore to be. Um, this came out on Triple B, uh, so it got a little bit of shine, but not as much as some other stuff that came out on that label this year. And it's also a late-ish release in the year. I think the final dropped in, like, I don't know, early October or something like that. Um, I saw these guys. I booked them at the house. I thought they were fucking great. They've come a long way since I booked them. And uh, this is a record that I just think nails the sound it's going for. So uh, we are going to listen to, let's see, what track? We're going to listen to uh, Evil Armies off of Anthropocene by Broken Vow. Yeah, yeah. 
There you go. If you like Spawn, if you like Strife, if you like Strain, if you like mid '90s Victory Records, I think this specifically nails if it, you man. like 1995 releases in Nin- Victory Records. Exactly. This is this is like so specifically 1995. This yeah. is right in the middle of the decade. Yeah. And it just it nails it, dude. It the only thing it. that I wish this had because I think this is fucking awesome. Yeah. I wish it had that stuffy '90s production. Agreed. The shine on the production, I'm, sh- you know, it booms. It yeah, sounds great for sure. But man, give me that fucking just stuffy '90s production. I know, Ooh. man. Scooped mids, a fucking horrible sounding snare. Like this would just put it right over the put it right over the top for me. But yeah, I think this record is fucking great. The Magnitude record is really good, but to me, like the sheen on the Magnitude record is a little bit over the top. It's a little bit more pro-core than I want this style of stuff to go. I think it's great. I listen to it a lot, but this is the one that fucking nails it for me. And appropriately, there are young people playing this in a way that I feel like only young people can play this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, there's no way. I like I there's no way that I think like anyone over thirty, yeah. You know what I mean? Really kind of gets it. For sure. Yeah. You know? Exactly. I don't know what it is. There's just they, something they, they that slips away from you. Can't fucking do it. You just you you aspire to too much. Yes, that's exactly right. You try to do too much. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason to do it. There's no, just go back to Victory Records, l- listen to a one specific album from 1995. Right. Right. Yeah. That also, you know, is about the environmental right. fucking militant, <laughs> you know, veganism. Sure. Yeah. And just do that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. For right? sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah. This stuff fucking rules. Uh, I'm glad that Triple B picked it up. I'm glad that Triple B put out something that sounds like this because it was kind of outside. I mean, Triple B is pretty eclectic at this point. They don't have like a specific sure. sound in the same way they did five, ten years ago. But I was stoked to see something like this on Triple B and uh, stoked to see it getting a little bit more shine. So. Sure. Um, all right. What do you got next? Uh, so, you know, I'm going to steer out of the metal. I could go on and on. But, sure. you know, I already mentioned the new Gravesend is fucking good. I'm going to say that the new Abysmal Lord, even though it came out on December 30th, yeah, that's from 2023. Fair enough. Um, yeah, that fair new enough. Abysmal Lord is really fucking good. Yeah. You know, these these two are peas in a pod, Gravesend and Abysmal Lord in, in, a, yeah. in many ways. For sure. Um, you know, but I'm going to steer out of, the, out of the metal now and uh, let's maybe listen to some DB. Okay, yeah, I would love that. So, uh, the Physique record. Yes. Um, again. Yeah. Now, they just had another one come out, an EP coming out on Iron Lung. Yes. Overcome by Pain. It's I, fucking but awesome. But, man, again, is really fucking good. I'm yes, sure that is. Overcome by Pain is good, too. It is very, very but, fucking um, good. But let's just listen to the title track. Okay, sounds good.
Okay. It's so good, man. Yeah. Gnarly, simple, ripping. Simple, ripping. It's basically just turn up the distortion on a fucking... Just turn up the distortion on discharge. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's it. Yep. I mean, it's it. this is a fucking... This is a tried and true recipe. Again, 40 years old. Damn yeah, yeah, near yeah. 40 fucking years old. For sure. Right? It's tried and true. We've said it before. You don't have to do anything new here. Yeah. You have to have a riff. Yes. You have to have the tone. Right, yeah. I think the tone matters. Like tone they, matters they get a lot. That, that high end nasty yes. guitar tone. Yeah, in like there. that buzz saw. That guitar. buzz saw. You have yeah. to have the riff. You have to have the fucking tone for sure. And you have to have the simplicity. Yes, agree. Right. Agreed. This is something you don't want to do too much with. You don't want to fuck it up. You yeah. don't want to. You don't want to fill it up with too much nonsense. The real simple discharge style lyrics, maybe four or five lines. Yep. Asking questions is, are we forever doomed? And the answer is always, of course, yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, this is, as we've said before, when we get D-beat of this variety, this is like, this is a style that lives and dies basically on the power of one riff per song. Yes. Like, if you got one ripper fucking right. riff, that's the, that is what that's you it. do. There's not parts to these. Not really. There's like, you, you deviate for a minute in what could be kind of kind of interpreted as a chorus a really brief maybe, maybe two bar refrain and maybe there's like a real quick like scrambling fucking solo exactly right, right? yes yeah but this lives and dies on the on the strength of one great riff yeah that's how discharge does it that's how the best db bands still do it today yeah and i think physique fucking nails it and, and i mean obviously physique with, with when you look at their logo it's styled in doom in, in the doom yeah, style yeah. i mean that's really you know what I mean? Right. If, if you're thinking discharge, sure, doom. Yes, absolutely. Right? Yeah, for sure. Go, go listen to fucking doom. Yeah, um, sure, absolutely. You know what I mean? This album's so fucking good. Yep. Um, this never gets old. This is one of those things where it's like, I never. We say it all the time. I never get tired of hearing this. Well done. Yep, for sure, for sure. So I'm gonna keep it in like the the metal Corey camp. I mentioned this on the show briefly because. This label, uh, slash Zine, Ephira or Ephira out of Connecticut, has put out a lot of stuff that, you know, we've had a couple on the show. I, I big upped it spiritually, if not sonically. Uh, the big kind of breakouts from this are Balmora, uh, Adrian, the new, new Nomad demo, uh, Ashara. <laughs> I like how you try to act like, I like how you try to act like you don't love this. I, but that's the thing. It's not that I'm trying. I don't listen to this. Like, straight but you, up. But you fucking love it. There's something about it, right? There's something about it that I'm like, yeah, this is, this, like, it pulls at my heartstrings. But yeah. I don't really love it, right? <laughs> like, I both do and don't love it. Like, I it's don't. It's like Enya. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. There's just something in it that just moves me. But, like, I don't really, I don't spend time with it. I don't yeah. put on these records when I'm by myself. But there is a, a notable exception, and that is this band Shockpoint, who put out a six-song EP called Rhythm Zero. This is a band from the Philippines, which the Philippines has a long history of fucking sick-ass punk and hardcore and metal music, but I have never heard a band from the Philippines that sounds like this, and this is a total standout sonically from everything else that this label is doing. This, I complained in this calendar year about how turmoil doesn't get enough shine. There's not enough uh, bands doing heavy metallic hardcore that are emulating turmoil. And then it's like shock point heard my call. This is like the perfect middle ground between like turmoil and buried alive. This is if fucking, if broken vow is 1995, this is 1998, 1999, right before metalcore stopped being good. This is it. This is like the the cutoff point for me. So we are going to listen to the song Annihilating Your Dogma by Shockpoint off of their EP Rhythm Zero. 
That was Annihilating Your Dog Mode by Shockpoint off of Rhythm Zero. I fucking I love this EP. It's so good, dude. Throat, throat shredding vocals, like sick-ass fucking just like open shog pattern breakdowns, some dissonant chords, bouncy but not in a New York way in like a weird like turmoil mid to late 90s metalcore sort of way. It fucking rocks, dude. And I've never heard a band from the Philippines or Southeast Asia that sounds like this. Yeah, uh, this does tiptoe right up to a line. This is 10 degrees more. Sure. Intolerable. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't, it doesn't, this is like, like I said, this cuts off where it's, right. to me, we're like metal, the, the logical conclusion of metalcore. It's a, conf it, it, it elicits, I guess it elicits a conflicting response in me. It's like that bird law band. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where I was like, ah, I kind of like this, but right. man, I don't know if I should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? This yeah. has just enough of like, you know, like with that bird law, it's just enough dead guy in there that sure. I was like, this is pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it tiptoes over the line and gets a little too fucking bouncy and like a little too modern. Sure. This is pretty much stuck in around 1998. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's This is to me, like I said, metalcore should never have advanced past this No, point. it should never have advanced past this. Because once you get a degree past this, then like you, you start feeling the impulse for some reason that escapes me to sing. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, like yeah, as, yeah. as soon as you start singing, or conversely going more deathcore and like adding like beat down parts and mm -hmm. stuff, all of those any path forward from here loses. Or me. just becoming like a sick freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or becoming yeah, a sick freak, right? Right. Yeah. Like the later like disembodied material. Yeah yeah, 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 for sure. Right. This is like this is the last stop for me on the metalcore train. This right. is where I get off. And right. I, I love this. This to me just captures that that last golden moment where lightning in a bat bottle was captured before like the Trust Kill Records and Ferret Records of the world were just like, yo, I think there's some money in this if we just start singing. If we start singing right, right, like right, right, wearing right. like diesel jeans, right. I think that we can A get pussy and B make money. Right. And the allure of that was right. just too it was too much it was to too resist. Much. It was too much. 18 Visions started off writing sick breakdowns and then they put on eyeliner and uh, corrupting. Ever, everything changed. Just yeah. corrupting. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Right. P pussy and money the ever corrupting Ev forces. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. The root of all evil. Yes. Um and and yo, not to put that on women because it's not their fault that it's the root of all evil. It's just that men can't control their impulses and it causes them to A go to war and B uh, right, really gay metalcore. Yeah. Uh, so what do you uh, what do you got next? Uh, so next up, let's listen to some more DB. Okay, sick. Um, let's let's revisit that uh, Circa EP. Okay, cool. Um, I have no idea. It's 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 a New York band playing Finnish fucking yeah. You know, like DB, perfectly. Sure. Yeah. Right. Um, this track, Haiva Edokas. Yeah. I don't know. Off the circuit EP. This EP sticks with me. It's fucking rules. Let's it check rules. out this track. Okay.
Perfect. So fucking good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Vocalist sounds fucking great. Yes. The lo-fi recording. And here's the thing. I call this D-beat. It's not. It's... But God damn it! Whenever I see like Finnish yeah, yeah, yeah. or any Scandinavian influence stuff, yeah, that's where my head immediately goes. But it's it's proto. It's, it's, it's the stuff that would lead into the Finnish TV. It's shit. it's in. It's like all kind of in there. But right, no, yeah, it yeah, fucking sure. rips, dude. This this shit's so fucking sick. I would love to see this band live. Same. Yeah, man. This stuff's so goddamn good. So good. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up from what we've heard tonight so far, and I'm gonna present something new to you. This was a this was a very late entry because I literally started listening to this last week, and holy fuck, it's so good. I was put onto this because uh, Cruelster posted about it on Instagram, mm -hmm. and I was like, I just immediately checked it out because I was like, all right, you know, these are I never see Cruelster recommending things. Right, they're they're a band of real goofs. So when they earnestly recommended something, I was like, shit, I got to check this the fuck out. Uh, and that is the Citric Dummies mm. LP, Zen and the Arcade of Beating Your Ass, which is such a funny name too. right and the album artwork it's like citric do like kusker do and then dummies underneath mm -hmm. and then it's a mix of the artwork from zen arcade and uh and the the, the fucking uh nine shocks record mm -hmm. so already like just in the presentation it seems like something that i'm gonna love and then upon listening to it yeah it's fucking perfect this is like this is like doa or fear turned up to 11 with based on the fucking name, a little bit of Cleveland thrown in there, uh, a little bit of, like, Poison Idea, a little bit of Annihilation Time, like, the rockin' hardcore stuff. Sure. It's just fucking perfect, um, start to finish. This is this is up there with me, or for me, with, like, shit like Long Knife, with being, like, hardcore punk that, and, and the Chain Whip LP, honestly, with mm -hmm. being hardcore punk that is, like, loftier than it appears on the on the surface like when you really get into it the songs are fucking songs like right right real right, fucking right. songs right in a way that a lot of hardcore is it and that in the way that is like often alienating for me because usually when you try to do that you lose me but this is like both fucking masterfully done and still like decidedly cool decidedly punk you know okay. what i mean so we are gonna listen to Let's see. I'm gonna li let's listen to the second song. So we're gonna listen to uh, "I'm Gonna Punch Larry Bird" by Citric Dummies off of Zen in the Arcade of Beating Your Ass.
so fucking good, man. Yeah. It evokes like Zero Boys, Fear, DOA, and like I said, the later stuff that it's that was pulling from that shit too. It evokes a style of hardcore that never seems to get hype. Exactly. Yeah. For you know sure. what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like you know, the the fucking bouncy demo core shit. That's right. always fucking hype. Of course. The yeah. hyper aggressive eleven p.m. shit. That's always fucking hyped, right? Yeah. The gnarly snarling fucking like D beat stuff, like physique. Yeah. That Iron Lung puts out that gets a bunch of hype, but stuff like this sits right in the middle of a lot of things. Yeah. That just kind of, I, I feel like no one ever really actually takes it seriously. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Chain, Chain I Whip, was, I think, is like the exception for to sure. that. For sure. I would say so, too. I was going to say, I think Chain Whip is like the notable exception. Where I see, I've seen a ton of people who I wouldn't necessarily expect to normally gravitate towards that stuff. The Chain Whip LP, for I, I guess just because of its quality, has like just broken through. Yeah, you know and, and you know, and it's like we talk about like rock and roll based hardcore, but this is like rock and like roll based hardcore. Like right? it, it is literally like one and a half steps removed from just being rock and roll. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, this was fucking sick. Yeah. It's so good, man. This LP fucking smokes. It came out on Feel It too. Yeah. Uh, which is like a fitting makes place sense. for this. It makes fucking sense. And also uh, recorded by Northeast Indiana legend Eric, Eric Nervous. Nervous yeah. Right. So that's fucking cool that Eric Nervous was involved in this as well. It's so good. I recommend it to anybody. If you liked that track, you'll like the whole fucking record. If you liked anything that I mentioned, Long Knife, fucking Annihilation Time, DOA, you're going to like this. This is like, and this is also the kind of stuff like it sometimes veers more overtly into hardcore, mm -hmm. but it's that it, it, it occupies that space that like is kind of just barely hardcore in the way that like Fear or DOA are like, and even uh, Zero Boys are like, probably as much if not more just punk bands than they are hardcore bands right like they were just on the cusp of this new movement and there were elements of that approach and that sound incorporated into it but mm -hmm. like they were very much pioneering a thing that hadn't fully calcified and become a form yet right and this feels like it's very much pulling from that wave of bands and it's evoking a lot of the same like general themes feeling sonically lyrically etc it fucking rules man right I, right 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 so so good i'm really glad that uh i'm glad i clicked that link because I, I don't know if I would have come across this otherwise. Yeah, it was really good. All right, what do you got? Uh, next up, um, speaking of sort of, well, let's uh, let's let's stick with Feel It Records. Okay. Um, and the new class. Oh, dude, yeah, so good, so good. So that's, that's one that like you just mentioned, and I'm like, oh wait, I'm fucking so fucking stupid for forgetting to mention that. I'm glad, yeah, so glad you brought it up. Let's listen to the new class record. Okay. Well, not the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, thing. yeah. Um. And uh, let's just check out, um, oh, I don't know, as if it even the score, second to last track on there. Okay.
Okay. Yeah, so good, man. Yeah. This album, I, you know, I listened to this on the, my most recent trip out and then back from PA. And a lot of bands that kind of go for a specific feel, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. They kind of get stuck in a rut with that. They can, yeah, for sure. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, and uh, this album stays within a lane. Yes. But is pretty diverse across it. I would agree. You know what I mean? I each agree. each song is a track. Yes. You don't feel like you're listening to the same song over and over. And, uh, you know, there's, which is good because there's 12 tracks on this album. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you so this is, uh, this is a band that we found through the show. Yeah. Because we listened to, like, the seven-inch or EP that came out before this. Uh, both, but Who's Reading Me. But Who's Reading Me. Mm -hmm. And we were like, oh, fuck, this rocks. Yeah. And this also rocks. Yeah. Uh, who's Reading Me came out this year too, right? They yep. did the EP and this this year? Yep. Yeah, fucking awesome, man. So, so good. I don't really know what else to say about it. If you like catchy tunes, you probably like that. If you don't, then I guess look elsewhere for your musical uh, for your musical satisfaction. But I, for one, like when guys just play uh, catchy guitar licks and sing cool rock songs over the top of them. I'm a simple guy. So let's listen to Contempt, who we had on the show, but is another demo that, in a sea of hyped demos, uh, just didn't get enough love. Because this, to me, is another thing that captures such a hyper-specific moment in time so well uh, and it's one that's like not oft recreated it's 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 what i like to call mean mean youth crew <laughs> kind of it's like it's well, like I'm looking at a chorus of disapproval lp right over there yeah so. yeah sure exactly and it's it's in that vein right it's like it's in the vein of like a confront of course, a disapproval, mean youth crew, kill yourself, drug addict youth crew. My favorite right? kind of youth crew. Yes, exactly, and and short fucking songs, right. right? That just do the parts and then they get out, right? right. So we're gonna listen to uh, the eponymous track. We're gonna listen to Contempt by the band Contempt off of their demo. See, in that song, they don't even give you the mosh part. They no. just, they handed it a mosh part that could have been. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. That track yes. owes everything to filler. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? for sure. Right, exactly. Like, you I mean, it even kind of sounds like filler. Absolutely, right? yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, that that is, that is, uh, that is the arch archaic version Yes, of, yeah. of youthful straight edge music. Exactly. Yeah, it's like you know, it's there's there's t there's minor threat in this. There's like early like dys in this, and then you think about what the uniform choices and the crippled youths and the 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 youth of today is wanted to do. It was literally just to continue playing minor threat. Right. Right. Like that was the whole goal was to just be like, oh yo, you know what those bands were doing? 
let's just keep doing right. that, right? And this is just simply a continuation of that long, illustrious lineage. And then somewhere along the way, yeah. they started singing about friendship <laughs> and unity. Somewhere along the way, the Europeans got a hold of it. <laughs> it's like, God, what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, dude, they got a hold of it over in Zurich. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like... Well, but, but, you know, that even, that sure, even yeah, showed, yeah. you know what I mean? Absolutely. It's yeah, like, yeah, come sure. on, man. I think it comes from, it probably comes from we're not in this alone, like youth, the youth of today. Because you got to think about like seven seconds and seven seconds walk together, rock for together. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Like you think about the the youth of today, like the first version of youth of today, you get and you get like we just might, right? It's like you look, you say you want to fight, we just might, right? And then by by the fucking by we're not in this alone, which I really love. You get fucking uh, potential friends, right? Which the opening line of that is like, "Here I sit, so fucking shy." Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, I know, you know, about missing out on potential friendships I could have made. And the guys who lived in Zurich were like, "Yes, that is right. We all should make friends." Yeah. And then they just went, they rolled with it, and it became its own fucking thing. And it just, it really loses me. Yeah. But this is perfect. You're just a fucking junkie, and it's really sad to see. Go ahead and kill yourself. Just stay away from me. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> That's what right. I want out of my straight edge. Right. Music, right. Yeah. I don't want nuance. I, I don't yeah, want. I don't. I don't want. I don't want apologies. Nah. I don't want nuance. Equivocation. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Just. Who simple, cares? Simple I, 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 want, I want. I want. I want poorly thought out. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right? I want right. poorly, yeah, 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 poorly yeah. thought out. Yes. Like immature arrogance. Exactly. Exactly. Right. right? That's, That's what I fucking want. Pre precisely, man. So, yeah. Right. This band fucking rips. I love this shit. I hope they do more. I noticed they have started to say yes to more shows. I'm very happy to hear that. I'm trying to get them to uh, to Indiana. They played Indianapolis, and I wasn't able to go. And I'm trying to get them to Fort Wayne next yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I hope they I hope they write more stuff. Um, all right, what do you got next? Let's let's each do like a couple couple more. Nah, and then, I, and then I got we'll call I got it. more than a couple. Okay, that's fine. Let's just keep going. Man. We we've been going for like two two hours Who already. Cares? So we got two episodes to make up. For. That's true. Um, I got more than a couple. Okay, but, you know I, I can. I, man, I got a couple. But anyway, yeah. Uh, the twenty three demo by Inner Peace. Yeah, man, it's fucking awesome. It's a fucking mess. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a mess from, from from front to back. Yes. There's a lot of really weird uh choices in I guess <laughs> I I guess how how the demo the tracks flow into one another for sure and some of the parts that are in it it kind of all comes together in a weird collage. Yes. But it really makes sense um to me. Yeah, when I look at the, we, we talked about it before, like saying about the the personnel. Yeah. You know what I mean in the band. When you look at the personnel in the band, when you when you look at the album art, it it, it all fucking makes sense. Yeah, exactly. But at first glance, this demo is a fucking mess. But it stuck. It stuck with me. Yeah, that's the thing, man. It's like it's it is idiosyncratic in a way that just really. It really strikes a nerve. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to talk shit like it's a mess. I'm just saying, like, it's a confusing listen sometimes. Absolutely. Like, Why the fuck did they do this? For sure. Right. So I wanted to listen to "Stop Trying Heroin" by Inner Peace. Okay, sick. Okay, and also, great message. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, rubber band 
It's so it's strange in such a satisfying way. <laughs> yeah, like that song just is like this this like lumbering jumble. Yeah, 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 for sure. That is, you know, pretty much entirely held together by the vocalist. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, like I like I I mentioned when we had him on the show initially, like I think the thing that stands out for me with this is that like Draco is a, a rapper, a, like a real rapper who isn't He's a real rapper. Like he's he's rapping over hardcore music, not in a way that like, not in not in a downset way, not in an E Town way. Right. You know what I mean? Like because those are bands that like tried to in they tried to take like hip hop influence in a more holistic way and insert it into like the entire presentation of like how the music was written. They composed it in a way where like the rap was supposed to tidally fit into it. Right. Whereas this is hardcore music with a guy who just happens to be rapping over it with a guy who just happens to be a very good rapper. Yeah. But even like take away Draco and just listen to the music there. Yeah. And it's like, as a vocalist, like, what do you what do, you do what with that? What am I doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am for I supposed sure. to do with this? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know? For sure. Yes. So, I, you know, when you listen to this the first time through, like, you know, it opens up with that track DTP, and there's like this intro there, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Right? Yes. Yeah. And, and I found myself saying, what the fuck, a few times with this, um, every time I listen to it, but it just... At, by the end, I'm like, yeah, this all fuck this, this this would be so sick live. Yeah, I mean, I have they're they're from India and I haven't seen them. I'm trying to I'm trying to book them here next year. I tried to get them up here for a show that they couldn't do uh, in 2023. I'm 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 bound and determined to get them up here because I got a couple touring bands that have already asked me for shows and I'm setting some stuff up. So I got a couple couple in mind like, where I'm going to ask them to play. What well, the, the the other track that we listened to was that guts track. Yeah, yeah and yeah. that is. That is the most coherent song on for sure. Yeah, as far as just agree. like front to back, like yeah. yeah, you can nod your head to this. There's, sure. you know, yes. I don't know, man. I really th this demo really sticks with me. It's fucking sick, man. Uh, that that has gotten a, a, a deserved amount of hype, I think. So let's listen to uh, let's listen to the new Castillo record, "Pleasure and Pain." This fucking rules in in a in a strange moment in time where I could have picked a zillion great. Oi releases, which is just not a thing I expected to be able to say in 2023. This is the one I picked today. Uh, in Europe, it came out on uh, Mendeco Discoc. Uh, in the USA, it came out on uh, Battle Scarred Records. I think they just played like uh, they just play, I, they they played some bigger shows out in California where they're from uh, recently. Like I saw, like Homefront was playing some shows with them and stuff. It looked like some very very sick lineups. This has gotten, again, among many fucking Oi records that have gotten a lot of play from me this year, I think this is the one that I've spent the most time with. I've, uh, I've played this at the shop a whole lot. So we're going to listen to Endless Days by Castillo off of Pleasure and Pain. I don't know. 
All right, that was Endless Days by Castillo off of Pleasure and Pain. No Time is probably my favorite Oi record of the year, but it's one of those things where, like, to highlight it just seemed like, dude, everyone loves that record. Yeah, it's, I saw it's in your list, but we didn't. We yeah, didn't. It's, cl- it's, like, clearly one of the best records of the year, and every living human that I know who is into punk music at all yeah. is loves the No Time record. Yeah. So I figured I'd talk about this because this is probably my second favorite one. And I easily could have talked about the Lucy tape. I could have talked about Claim Choice. I could have talked about Anemic Interior. I could have talked about uh, Sikkim. There are so many Oi records that I could have talked about this year. Uh, the uh, Where's a Bruta record. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good one. That was, that was almost in my list. It's fucking awesome. Uh, I think there's a new uh, th- th- a new Brux record came mm-hmm. out. That's fucking awesome. Um, there's so much good shit that I could have talked about. But this is the one that I spent the most time with that like stuck in my head the most out of all of them. Seven tracks. They're all strong. Nice 12-inch EP. Uh, perfect amount of runtime for this particular style of Oi. Like seven tracks is just right for me. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. What you got? Uh, next up, I've got um, the Rifle EP. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Under Two Flags? Yes, dude. Yeah. So good. It's really good. It's a hardcore record with tracks. Yeah, exactly. With songs. Yes, exactly. Right? Yep. Um, so uh, let's just check out Warfare. All right. <laughs> is so good yeah it kind of sits in a spot between hardcore and oi and just sort of i don't know it's like um again it's 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 a thing that's like never really hype yeah well to me dude there's like there's there's anarcho influence yeah exactly there's a lot of that in there there's like some like one little indian style anarcho punk stuff in there like there's there's notes of uh, flux of pink indians in mm-hmm. this, you know what i mean like two mm-hmm. disasters era flux of pink indians in this yeah as much as there is like a little bit of blitz as much as there is just straight up hardcore punk right right and yeah it's fucking awesome i really love this band and hope that this band gets more hype i we we follow uh, one another on the internet and i know they listen to the show uh because we featured them on the show and that's how uh, we got to talking because 
I had hit them up about us potentially trying to release something for them stateside. Yeah. And, uh, they, I have seen them playing more show, like playing cool fucking shows in the UK, yeah. and it seems like they're kind of getting over over there. And I very much hope that like they cross over to the US and like tour over here and shit because it's so fucking good. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's sort of a, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, this band plays tracks. This band doesn't play a sound per se. Absolutely right. They, they have tracks, and uh, and one consistent complaint among many many people, many types of hardcore fan over the last few years has been like a lack of tracks. And I think this year we're seeing a lot of bands make a concerted effort to remedy that problem. Yeah, there are fucking tracks. There are like choruses. There are sing-alongs. There are memorable riffs. Right, 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 right. I mean? It's not just all smiling clowns and big and brick walls. <laughs> right, yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are trying to write tracks, and like you can, you can have your cake and eat it too with with hardcore music, yeah. man. Like. Jerry's kids, fast, raw, aggressive, sure. primitive, sure tracks, dude. Sure, I can hum every riff sure. of "I Don't Belong Here." Right, you know what I mean. Right. So, all right. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out my my last selection for the night, which is another obvious one, like that had to be included on one of our lists. That's the uh, Thantafaxith Hive Mind Narcosis. This record fucking blew me away. When we heard it on the show, mm-hmm. yeah, it was yeah. immediately like, oh, fuck. Man. I immediately bought it. Yeah, like, this is going to be, this is going to stick with me in in 20 years kind mm-hmm. of record. Um, it would it would just be one of those things where, like, I would be, I would be remiss if I didn't take the opportunity to talk about it for anybody who missed it on the mainline show, for any new listeners, who, for anybody who is a, a metal skeptic. This is truly like a psychotic and unhinged, feral fucking record in a way that is hard to summarize or articulate um it evokes so much shit that is uh, it's not a casual listen it's very much not a casual no listen, like right? this is this is a sit down pay attention listen to it yes um you know this th- and this is also one that i feel like sure the songs are the songs are longer yeah right i mean you've got songs ranging from the shortest song is 457 yeah yeah yeah. i think the song we listened to was solar witch i think we actually listened to the second song i think we listened to surgical utopian love i can't remember which one we listened to but that one's 11 minutes long yeah, right yeah, yeah but the thing is like get in your car go for a fucking long ass drive right yeah drive for an hour yeah and listen to this the whole way through. For sure. Sit in the dark room and listen to this the whole fucking way through. Yeah. Don't do anything else while you're doing it, right? Yeah. Because this is this is an album that basically is a listen. Um, it's probably not the first thing when you're trying to explain to your aunt what you like about heavy metal. This is not the place to start. This is not the place to start. No. This is, to me, this is like truly as inaccessible as metal music can get while still remaining in some sort of recognizable form as metal. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. While while still, yeah, and not just, I mean, you know, I mean, you can, I mean, fuck. Conqueror is pretty fucking inaccessible. For sure. You know know what I I mean? I guess what I, I guess maybe inaccessible is not the word, is abstract. As abstract. Yeah, it's, it's in that same, it's in that same sort of like, uh, field is like Marigold King. When yes, we heard that last year. Marigold King Portal. Right. You all know that. I mean? All it's, that. Yeah. It is deconstructive to the point of like 
almost feeling like a Dadaist interpretation of of like black metal and death mm. metal music. Yeah, it's truly like it's melting. Yes, exactly. It's it is melting. So let's uh, we're I'm, I'm for the for the consideration of of our listeners. We'll listen to one of the the shorter songs on here. We're gonna listen to uh, the Lost Wisdom of Words uh, of Wolves by Thantafaxith off of Hive Mind Nar- Narcosis.
There you go. Thantafaxith with uh, the lost wisdom of wolves off of hive mind narcosis. Feel good record of 2023. <laughs> yeah. So I think additionally, like, you know, you mentioned this not being a good entry point for kind of selling your, your aunt on like what's attractive about metal music. I think additionally, this is a, a bad place to start because there's no way to explain why you like this without sounding like kind of a cocksucker because it's like your only answer can be just like, cause I'm built different bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess. Cause we ain't built the same. Right, cause right, I, right. cause I, cause I don't like the stuff that you like. Cause I like cool stuff. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, There's yeah. The, like, you can explain why you like Slayer. You right. know what I mean? You can explain why you like, uh, nuclear assault right, right. and it's it, not only is it like less of a sonic lead, yeah, yeah, yeah but it's also less of a it's less of a personal lead. right 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 it's, like, oh, it's fun catchy fun kind of deconstructive and it's like how it you know it poses it's, social it's, commentary it's got attitude it's got right. snarl right the only way to explain this is like well because i'm a difficult person that's right. why i like this right that's exactly right because this is difficult music yes and i'm a difficult person right. that most people don't like to be around right you know what i mean like there's no nice way to answer right. that question you wouldn't get it right yeah exactly you sound like a dick no matter how you answer this but fuck i love this record yeah it's just it, it just uh speaks to a part of me i guess that's like always existed ever since i was a little child it's just like as soon as i heard music that sounded like this i was like yeah this is this is it this yeah. is the, this is what i like yeah you know yeah um yeah and 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 dark descent records we were talking about like i i, I the supposed fucking death metal drain yeah yo just like caligari go to dark descent they they fucking reissued morpheus descends and yes. morpheus descend stuff that stuff fucking rules it's from the 90s check it out the new undergang I, is on i was there, gonna say right? I, I just as easily could have included right? the new undergang as anything else i've talked about right tonight. the chasm yeah right so uh, that fucking uh, Xenoviscerum, um, that shit is fucking by human corpse abuse. That yeah, yeah, shit yeah. is fucking good too. Well, yeah, I mentioned I mentioned the uh, human corpse abuse stuff that was on uh, Caligari too. They, yeah, they also yeah yeah yeah. So so yeah. like hey, if if you if you're tired of if if you're tired of everybody just trying to fucking write you know slammy hardcore death metal bands, yeah, just go check out a different label. Absolutely, it Omega Vortex is on here. Omega Vortex. You want some? You want some Unreal weirdo? Good. Probably fascist European metal. Yes. Go to Dark Descent Records. For sure, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right. That's, uh, that, that'll be my last selection for the night because we're already like at two and a half hours in. Um, yeah, okay. Why don't you, why don't you throw, us, throw us one more to... All right. To, well, I got a couple. I, I'm going to throw one more, but I got a couple that I want to give, you know, just... Yeah, yeah, yeah For sure. Uh, that retirement uh, retirement demo. Okay. Yeah. Um, that shit's fucking good. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, obviously the artificial joy stuff is really good. It's too. so good, man. So so good. Um, and the last thing I wanted to check out tonight was uh, Peace Talks. Fuck yeah, man. Good. Um, so this record came out uh, this year. Fucking Peace Talks is a Pittsburgh band. Yes. Um, full of fucking snarl. Full of fucking fury. Yep. Um, we're gonna listen to the song Progress. Okay. <laughs>
Okay, there you go. Yeah, that record rocks, man. So there you go. There's. I think that's the only Pittsburgh band we actually listened to tonight. I think so, yeah. But Pittsburgh continues to fucking drop the mic. They continue to fucking set the standard. Yes. There's so many good bands coming out of that city right now. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is another one. This fucking record rips. It does. I really appreciate that they are unafraid to, like, take it up to fast core levels of speed. Yeah. yeah it's I not mean, a fast core record. No. Right? It's no. A, it is a hardcore punk record, but they go fast core levels of fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really fucking good. The vocal delivery is fucking sick. Yeah. Um, you know, this falls in line. You know, another one that this is, you know, gun. Sure, yeah. Sort of just aggressive, chaotic, fucking snarling punk like this. Yeah. Um, we mentioned gun earlier, you know. But yeah, that's it. That's my last one for the night. For sure. So it's... It, it's, a, it's another year of just replete with great releases from across the spectrum. I, I think we covered basically every base that you could cover here. Like, the, we had more or less indie rock on this. We had straight-up punk. We had a lot of death metal. We had black metal. We had capital H hardcore. We had metalcore. There is something for everybody out there. And you know why? Because the world's going to hell. Yeah. Right, the world's going to hell, so that's why we're getting good punk and metal. That's exactly right. Right, <laughs> so there's a direct, there's a direct correlation. So that's all we things. can hope for for 2024 as well. Yeah, literally the only thing right. that we can ring hope in for. the new year, ring in the ruin, yeah, <laughs> and ring in the ripping tunes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's your final. It's the last consolation right. that you have on this fading right. planet. There's, there's literally no hope for the future. So you know what you should do? Yeah. Just burn bright. Yeah. For about five years. And die. Agreed. And uh, don't catch shingles in the meantime because it hurts really fucking Well, bad. if you're lucky, you won't live long enough to catch shingles. That's true. Yeah, that's true. If you're, if you're lucky, cross your fingers, you die before you get, have to catch catch shingles. So, right. Um, I think that's a good way to, to, to cap off the year. As always, thanks to everybody who... Uh, who rocked with us in 2023 and who will continue to listen to us in 2024. We appreciate the new listeners, the longtime listeners. Uh, it's cool that we get to do this. I'm just glad that I have, uh, I have some sort of outlet that allows me to discover new music continually while putting in the least possible amount of personal effort. That's pretty yeah. nice. Thanks for helping us out, guys. It's cool that we've bamboozled a bunch of people into thinking that we're somehow like providing a service where in fact you're providing a service to us for and free. And even know anything about anything. <laughs> right. yeah, if you've sure. met us if you've met us in person, especially me, you know that I'm a stupid idiot. Just a, a couple bumbling fools that right. have managed to ingratiate ourselves with a few thousand people. Who, who think we're worth giving a couple hours to every week. So I genuinely appreciate everybody who listens and hangs out with us and writes in and uh, interacts because uh, despite the fact that Nate and I are both the varying degrees of antisocial, one of the few things that, uh, one of the things that resonates with me uh, universally, like throughout all periods of my life about hardcore music and punk and all of the many forms of subculture that we dip our toes into is that there is no barrier. There's no pretense of That's separation right. between anybody making things and anybody consuming things. I genuinely like hearing That's from right. people that listen to the show. That's honestly. right. I uh, do too. So you thank know. you. Thank you for writing in. Thanks to everybody who sends us shit, sends us records. I know uh, I forgot to bring it over, but the guys from Groin sent us some seven inches uh, to give to you and like throw in a distro or maybe sell to the local record store. I know I'm getting tapes from our buddy James from Ohio for one of his new projects. And it's fucking sick. Like it's, it's really 
truly, if I if I didn't have this type of shit, if I didn't have hardcore music and the various related subgenres, I wouldn't be connected to the world in any way. No, I, I wouldn't. S- either. I mean, truly, I I really feel like it's the same thing. I it is the only. I was watching um some footage of Ammo playing this year. Yeah. Just an absolutely fucking killer set. And I yeah. thought, God, that looks so sick. And I thought, man, that is like the only way that I relate to the planet. Exactly. Like, yeah. Relate to people. For sure, man. I mean, there's plenty of things that I like that other people like. I'm not I'm not claiming to be like a, a bastion of singular taste out here. There's plenty of mainstream right, things sure. I enjoy. I like hamburgers. Sure, exactly. I like pizza. You know what I mean? Right. I like Batman. But I'm just saying... I truly don't feel like there is anything tethering me to other people in a social sense except for this. I, I agree. This other, is it. I just disappear otherwise. Absolutely. I don't I don't relate to people in any other way socially. <laughs> like every time I find myself in a quote unquote regular social setting, I do not know what to do. I mean I know what to do. We're I play twi- the part. We're sick and twisted psychopaths. We're sick and twisted psychopaths. What can you say? Right. What can you say? <laughs> so thanks for hanging out with us this year and uh, and we'll we'll catch you. We'll catch you in the rest of twenty twenty four. Next week, we'll be back to the uh, regular scheduled program, get back to, uh, we got voicemails and texts and shit to, to catch up on. And if you have any thoughts between now and then, free, feel free to call in. It'll just be a, a voicemail heavy episode. So we'll, uh, we'll see you next week.